Welcome, everyone. You are tuning in to Engaging Walk. My name is Drake. And my name is Ruby. We believe in the power of walking together and talking together. There's a simple act to stay connected, and movement is key. This week, we will discuss the concept of familial problems. How you and your significant other can so this week we took a walk up in Escondido, California, which is about 45 minutes north of San Diego. We um, doing a little bit of house hunting, looking at the market up there, and um, yeah, so we took a walk, took an engaging walk with, of course, Boba. She has not been able to leave our side since we got her, and um, yeah, so that was really fun. Mm-hmm. That's a really fun experience to do yeah. some house hunting. For those of you out there in the market in California, we feel your pain. <laughs> And if you're looking for house where house elsewhere in the country, you probably don't know our pain. So be glad that you are where you are for that purpose. All right. So this week we're going to be diving into the content of familial problems or problems with your families. Yes. So let's talk about the common familial problems that you may see. Now the reason that we talk about this because during our uh, our dating no court courting yeah courtship courtship yeah that, there you go. Courtship, um, we discover, or I discovered, um, there are more things on the table that I have not looked at, which are like, how do you deal with in-laws? Are you talking to your friends after your marriage? How All the shifting, you know. So that's why we want to look into the common uh, familial problems. So one of the things that I feel like is very common is that your in-law wants to be involved in the decision-making in your marriage, which is understandable, like where I'm coming from, which is Asian culture, yep. um, where, you know, we f- it's, it's understandable that respect your in-law or your, your uh, parents when you take in their input in your decision-making. But now it's going to a little bit different, um, a little bit shift when you are in marriage because you're no longer a single person and you no longer under the roof you know now you are have a covenant with another human which is your husband or your wife mm-hmm. and um and for me as a believer the scripture said that um you know we become one so now i get to make my decisions with my husband or my wife you know yeah so the tradition is that the father gives away the daughter mm-hmm to the husband and basically saying like, hey, she's yours now. She's not under my roof anymore. She's she's under yours. Yeah. She's yours to take care of. And, you know, I think a lot of times like there might be like a misconception of like, uh, of like almost like what they call like toxic mascul- masculinity around that. But that's not, that's not thinking about that correctly, I think. Mm-hmm. I think that there's no, that's not a responsibility to take lightly. If you're the man of the house, in this case, you're the, the husband, and you take, you're taking another man's daughter and you're saying, I will take care of her. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to boss her around. I'm not going to tell her what to do with her life. You know, we, we're going to live our, we're going to live our life together, but ultimately I'm responsible for her. Mm-hmm. Um, she's responsible for herself, but I have a certain level of responsibility to take care of her. That's right. Uh, not just because of the fact that I, you know, I swore like a vow to do so, but at some point she's going to be pregnant. You know, at some point she might have, um, you know, reasons why she can't work, and that's mm-hmm. my responsibility to go out there and to work and to provide, provide for her and for the family. So that's not 
something that we take lightly, but that's like the root of that is the husband, the, the father gives away to the husband. Mm-hmm. And now we make the decisions together. Do they have input? Yes. Is it the same weight as the spouse? No. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and then Greek culture, where I, my family's from, is very similar to Vietnamese. There's actually a, like a scary amount of different uh, similarities between Vietnamese and, and Greek culture. So um, that's something that we wanted to highlight here because, like Ruby said, that there's a, um, that's something that you might not take into consideration when you're getting married, that you're also getting married to that person's family. So that's one thing that you might want to start thinking about, and especially in terms of like the language. So you want to stop thinking about, oh, that's your family. My family, we do this. Mm-hmm. Do you want to get rid of that? Like that's really, right. I think that's very important. You want to get rid of that like as soon as possible because there's no more your family and my family. There's just our family. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know that's again like earlier with that with that concept. You want to really be. If you're being, if you're married, or if you're about to get married, you want to think about that moment very carefully. That you're taking another man's daughter, yeah, and you are saying, "Yes, I will take care of her. I will love her, and I will honor her, and I will do everything in my power to make sure that I'm a good husband." Mm-hmm. And um, that's very powerful, and it's very, it's a lot of, it's a lot of responsibility to carry. But ultimately, make, ultimately, it makes you a better person. Yeah, and then another, um, I'm gonna jump back on like uh, the common problems that we usually face is um as for you know a wife they usually say like oh your relationship with your mother-in-law will be like hectic you know chaotic but i think it's just, um it's it's a mindset you know like how do you want to approach it is is up to you so if you repair your mind that it's hectic it's chaotic it's not pleasant then it's gonna it's gonna happen like that so for me i think i would just want to break that off i'm like nope I'm going to have a really nice relationship with my mother-in-law. And guess what? She's my mother. So why not? You know, why, why, why don't we have a good relationship? And, um, and I think it's, it's, it's like it reflect back to become a powerful person. Like, yeah, I don't have uh, the power over the thoughts, the emotion, the action, but I in charge of my thought and my emotions and my action so um being intentional to love on the mother-in-law and you know reach out to her and um she's not with us um she's she lived in europe so um being being intentional to you know to reach out to her to talk to her and connect with her Mm -hmm. and i think that will just send a message like hey i really want to get to know you and i think like family we we don't we don't get to choose them you know we I was born into my family. And so it's kind of crazy and interesting to look into like, hey, when I marry Drake, I get to have extension, <laughs> a lot of more people in, in my family, it become my family. Yet I don't know them well, but hey, I have a strong bond with them because now they are my family. So I think it's about mindset. And I think we need to like, have a healthy mindset on that as well with our in-laws like hey this is my brother um i get to know him i don't know much about you you know the brother-in-laws but hey i love to know more about you you know and i i want to know how your relationship between you and drake and how how you guys like, grow up together and mm-hmm. you know the memories and and all the good stuff you know so um and i think that a, a my a shift in the mindset will help a lot 
um, and also a lot of people say like, oh, when I marry that person, I'm scared that, you know, um, that person will just box me in and I not get to, you know, live my, the single life I used to live. Not like I, I cannot talk to my family the way I used to, or, you know, it just cut off all my freedom. What do you think about that? Yeah, there's definitely a balance. Well, on one end, you can have the spouse who takes away their, you know, their, let's say if you're the husband and you take your your wife away from her family and you mm-hmm. don't allow communication or you don't allow them to come over for her family to come, you know, her side of the family to come over for Christmas or holidays and things like that. And you're, you're but you're perfectly fine with your family being involved. Well, obviously that's wrong, but that does happen. Mm-hmm. And you don't, that's not healthy because that's, that's like, uh, possess, like being possessive, I guess, is one way of thinking about it. Yeah. And we don't possess our spouse. They're their own person. Um, but we are one. So yeah. the other end of that is that you don't want um, the other per- that your spouse to be like involved in everything, like or having like the overall say in everything that happens with their f- with in the marriage with their family, and then the other spouse is just like kind of taking a passive role and just like along for the ride. Yeah, that's not good either. Mm-hmm. So just being like a like a, her- a hermit crab like little you know spouse <laughs> like a uh, marriage where you're just like the two of you. And then, you know, being both situations, you're powerless. Both situations, you're not connected. And then in another in the other scenario, with the other spouse is just like just there. They're on, they're they're like art. The flower in the wall. <laughs> it's like the flower on the wall, <laughs> not involved in anything. And unfortunately, these things do happen. Mm-hmm. But we don't we don't we shouldn't set out for those to happen. And if they do start to tend to make those uh, tendencies, mm-hmm. then we want to address them. Yeah. And be like, hey, babe. I love you, but in your you're the love of my life, and we're married. You and I are, are a family. But what is wrong with my family, or what what's the, your what's the issue of us of, of me having my family over for Thanksgiving? And there should be a back and take of back and forth, you know, yeah. uh, of of discussing that because you know you don't want to just you don't want to cut them off from their family. That's that's not right, mm-hmm. but. You know, you also, you know, you have your own family to run. So you have to have that balance and you have to have those conversations and you have to think about like what's fair and you have to have conversations, not just about those uh, events, mm-hmm. but also about the worst case scenario things that can pop up. Ooh. Like uh, what are you, how are you going to handle elderly, uh, elderly, elderly parents, infirm mm-hmm. parents? Mm-hmm. And how are you, like, what are your traditions? I know in my family where you know, Greek, and it's very similar to the Vietnamese culture where we don't really allow our elderly parents to just fend for themselves. Yeah. We, we take them into our home um, and we don't, yeah, we don't allow them to go to nursing homes. That's not a thing in Greek culture. Yeah. And so that before that happened, you know, um, I, I mean, like my, my parents are growing old. So this is the topic that we're going to discuss with each other very soon and how we're going to take care of them. And, um, and like I shared before, you know, family, suddenly you, when you marry the person, it depends on how, how much time do you spend with them before marriage, like how well do you know them. So if you, let's say you just get to know them, you know, a few years and it's not that deep level or connection, and then suddenly they become your family members. Now, 
I think that's the art of the other person to how how you bring them into your family. So like for Drake, um, since my family only gets to know him, you know, right before our marriage show, and then they don't speak English, so it's kind of hard for him to get to hold a conversation with my my parents. So I will be the one that you know like drag him in. Not sorry, not drag him in, but involved him in a conversation, teach him Vietnamese phrases and for him on his end he loved learning the language he 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 tried to remember every single thing so it's really hard <laughs> because i grew up speaking greek and spanish because my other side of the family is cuban and so i grew up with like three and i'm not very good at languages like i had to like you know really like study and i had to like really make an effort to learn greek and spanish You know, so but my Spanish and my Greek like really aren't that good anymore, <laughs> and I'm 36 now. So when Ruby's like, oh, you don't to, have to discover my yeah. <laughs> when Ruby's teaching me Vietnamese, it's I make a really hard, I make a really good effort to try to remember, you know. But it's 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 very challenging. <laughs> yeah. So I think. Um, and then like the sentence structure is like really. It's really interesting because you, like the, there's it's honorifics. Opposite. Yeah, and there's on, a lot of honorifics. There's a lot of like how you say like how are you is very different from you know if the person's older than you than if they're mm -hmm. and they're and they're a, a male versus if they're younger. Female. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> we, are, we all about honoring, respect people. So um, go back to the you know the how to manage a conflict. I think as the other spouse is the middleman, you know, like to connect, to bring, find other, you know, opportunities for to, so that your spouse get to know your family and become their friends. Yeah. Like become, make it more fun. And, and then also to make sure that your family understands the boundaries. Yes. To be like, hey, you know what? I love you, bro. Um, but that suggestion that you had is not really like something that I appreciate but about, You know, that, that's not, you know, for example, let's say if your brother is like, hey, let's go to Vegas and party this weekend, you know, mm -hmm. and they're really pressuring you, you know, and they're like, oh, but your wife won't let you do it. No, it's not a matter of my wife won't let me do it. It's a matter of like, we have responsibilities and we have things that we got to do. Mm -hmm. And I can't just up and go to Vegas and party with you during this weekend. It's not my wife's fault. Don't pin that on her. Yeah. Just as an example, that, that, that didn't happen to me and my family, but that does happen. And when you get married, you have those echoes of single life popping back up yeah. but from your single friends that are still in the single land <laughs> hey come party this weekend yeah and i love the way that you mentioned like if something any voice around your marriage and voice in and to target a, a single person either your spouse i'm sorry either your wife or your husband your job is to say hey remind them Like, hey, we are one. This don't target the the, the other person. We gonna make this decision, you know. Um, yeah. And I think it's like it sounds like, hey, it's a teamwork. It's 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 a team. You don't attack one, you know, person in here. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. You have to remind those people, hey, I'm not making decisions for myself anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm making decisions for two people now. And it's not like they 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 intentional doing that maybe because you know it's it's just a new stage that they yeah. not just you learning you know a new thing they have to learn that as well so be grace graceful and just remind them hey let, thank you for letting me know that but hey we are the team and we're gonna make decisions together um 
Yeah, and then the last thing that we want to discuss before we go into the assignment for this week is um, how beautiful it is to unify your parent, your families in the act of marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, it was so it was so wonderful having our families together for our wedding. Yeah, it, it was it was. was like I mean, so for me, my we we both live in San Diego, and then my family is all on the east coast mm-hmm. of the United States. Um, my my mom goes back and forth between Europe and the East Coast of the United States, um, and then Ruby's family is from Vietnam. Yeah, and they flew all the way in. <laughs> they flew all the way in. My family flew all the way in, and we had we had a huge party uh, yeah. for our celebration. Uh, for our wedding, and it was so nice to see them all together. Yeah, it was fun to get to know different cultures, but at the same time, we have we share so many similarities. Yeah, which see, is a surprise. <laughs> yeah, like no one speak like we're like there's no like no one speaks the same language, uh, but we still had a great time. I think we should talk about that, you know, in the next episode in the future. Yeah, it's very surprising. You know, it's one one crazy thing is that in Greek culture, we wear the wedding ring on the right hand. Yeah. On the right, on the on the ring finger, on the right hand, and what's crazy is in Vietnam they do the same thing. Yep. The same hand, same finger. That's why we cause a lot of you know a lot uh, of confusion. Confusions <laughs> when we were wearing the wedding ring on the the right uh, on the right hand because people were looking on my right my left hand and say and they see no ring but they see uh, you know the wedding ring on the right hand. So like, wait, are you married or not? Yeah. yeah. So I think when we were like getting the rings or like when we. Yeah, like or, or like around. Them. Yeah, we're cleaning them. We realized like, oh, our tradition, our family traditions are the same. Yeah. That that it, we're supposed to wear because we were initially wearing it on the left hand, and then once we realized that like our family traditions were the same, then we switched over because it was so, so interesting that 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 there was that overlap that we yeah. decided not to ignore it. Yeah. And so, so it's a little. Uh, so if you ever see us with our wedding rings on that hand, it'll make it'll make sense now. Yeah, and I have so much fun. I remember. That um, I think the whole family danced together. Your family danced together, yeah. and then you guys do actually you doing certain movement when you like kind of like cleaning the sole of your shoes. But yeah. actually, it's meaning something. I was like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. <laughs> so it was funny. Yeah. Okay, there's anyway. a lot to get into. I know we've co- we've covered a lot of heavy topics lately, so we're gonna try to make a transition. Um, and discuss a, a very light and fun topic next week. So we'll get into that, but right now let's talk about this assignment. So what we want to do, or we want you all to do this week, is to be clear with yourself and with your significant other, your spouse, whomever, and this be very clear about how you're going to handle fam- uh, familial problems in your relationship. What are the expectations? Mm-hmm. And discuss what you would do in your family's Worst case scenarios, for example, the things that we discussed earlier, your in-laws moving in, uh, inheritance disputes. How are you going to handle like if, you know, this might be helpful for you to think about in general. Like if, uh, hey, what happens with this property? Who is this property going? Like if this person gets this property, how are you going to handle that? Uh-huh. Um, and then also what to do when your parents retire and need care. Are you going to very important also like have that discussion? Ruby and I had the discussion a long time ago, but that's something that we're going to need to revisit Mm -hmm. as that as time goes on and you know situations change. Yeah, but definitely have those conversations and and be mindful about each other's traditions and what you would like to see. 
and just be open and honest about it. Yeah, and sometimes just the last one, like sometimes you you know parents coming in and share, and just remind them like, hey, we are we we respect you, but just remind them, hey, I'm married to this person and I, you know, I'm unconfident with the person, so I'm gonna discuss with the person first and then come back to you. Yeah. It's always it's a, it's probably one of the best lines of being married. Let me check with my spouse and I'll get back to you. Yeah. It gives you so much breathing room. Do not ever be afraid to pull that card, because <laughs> everybody immediately understands. They're like, "Oh yeah, you have a spouse. Got you. Let me let me give you that space so you can make that decision together." So <laughs> yeah, you feel the least bit, the slight little bit of pressure. You're like, oh, "Let me get back with my wife and talk to you." <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so that's our assignment, and um, you know. Again, we've been super thankful. We're super thankful with all the people that are tuning in. We thank you guys for tuning in this week with us, and we hope that you can take our engaging walk that we had and make it your own. Stay tuned for the next week uh, episode when we will discuss about raising our puppy, Boba the Corgi. Yep, and uh, don't forget to click the so the follow button, subscribe button, and check us out on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and we have engagingwalk.com for more information. This is Drake and Ruby with Engaging Walk, and we are... 